Welcome back, Collectuals, to another free hit episode where we give you a quick and clean update on what's happening in the world of Pakistan cricket. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at Collectuals and send us your comments and questions and feedback via email at Collectuals at gmail.com. Today we'll talk about Pakistan women's team in the World Cup qualifiers, Bangladesh controversy about the Pakistani flag being hoisted, and Pakistan's T20 international performance in Bangladesh, and finally the men's team's calendar ahead to the end of the year uh, 2021. So let's start with Pakistani women. The team is currently in Zimbabwe for the World Cup qualifiers. Pakistan played their warm-up game against Ireland and won. Pakistan women's team is placed in Group B, which is comprised of Thailand, Zimbabwe, and Bangladesh. Pakistan women played Bangladeshi women in their first game on the 21st and lost. So not a perfect start, but they still have a good chance of qualifying because from each group, Group A and B, the top three teams will go to the Super 6 stage. From the Super 6 stage, again, top three teams will be identified and they'll join the already qualified top five teams. The Women's World Cup will take place in March of 2022 in New Zealand and Pakistani women have quite a bit of a journey to get there and we're hoping they would. Uh, Let's hope they make it and we wish them well. Turning our attention to the men's team now, there's a lot to discuss. Pakistani men's team is in Bangladesh for a bilateral series which had a very bumpy and a tense start. It all started with the Pakistani flag scandal which made news in Bangladesh and globally because apparently it is offensive for some people in Bangladesh if a Pakistani flag is hoisted in a Bangladeshi cricket field. So the story goes Pakistani team was practicing and as a routine procedure they stuck up a Pakistani flag in the section of the ground where they were practicing. Well they weren't allowed to do this and it became a big news item in Bangla media. All sorts of people, including high-ranking government officials, took offense by this gesture and were very upset. If you're not familiar with the Pakistan-Bangladesh history, this might seem absurd, but there is context for this. Pakistan and Bangladesh had a very bloody separation in 1972, and in Bangladesh, that memory is especially hurtful. So, in Bangladesh, flying the Pakistani flag can stir up strong emotions, which is understandable, but that does not make this particular situation any less ridiculous in the eyes of most people. Pakistani players were not making any political or historical statements or suggesting some sort of uh, perceived superiority. They were just doing their routine practice with their flag in sight. They did the same thing in Dubai during the World Cup. But anyway, the flag was taken down and things have calmed down since. So this is now the backdrop for the games that were to be played. Great way to put unnecessary ridiculous pressure on players of both sides, turning a cricket game into some sort of a battle. The whole situation was just poorly handled in Bangladesh. Luckily, the players remained very cordial with one another on the field, or at least that's what it appeared on the screen. Now let's talk about the actual games. The first T20 was intense. The Bangladeshi side set a target of 128 and Pakistan won by chasing it down successfully in the 20th over. The game was intense because at one stage in the Pakistani batting, it did look like Pakistan was about to lose because they looked like they were on the verge of a collapse. But then Fakhar Zaman and Khushtil Shah struck a good partnership that brought Pakistan back in the game and they won. Mohammad Nawaz then sealed the game with some big hitting, which reminded me of Asif Ali's four sixes in the World Cup against Afghanistan. Nawaz is some talent, and it was great to see him taking charge and pull Pakistan out of potential trouble. So that was great. The second game, Pakistan won. Also, it was another low-scoring game. And then the final game that took place on the 22nd was also a game that ended in Pakistan's victory. All three games were low-scoring games, and the final game that happened today was also a bit of a thriller in a way. I hate to call it a thriller because these games have been really slow and horrible because of the terrible pitches in Bangladesh. They're really slow, sluggish. There's just no excitement in these pitches, so the 
totals have been really low and it's not been exciting cricket to watch but i call it a thriller because because of the poor quality of these pitches games have kind of dragged down to the very end and nothing games have turned into thrillers in the very last over so pakistan today also just barely managed to win in the 20th over thanks to Heather Ali and Nawaz at the very end. So this means that Pakistan has won the three-game T20 series, and that's well done. But it is important to mention that there were some weird team inclusions that kind of came out of left field. For example, Sarfaraz Ahmed's inclusion in the last game as a batsman instead of just putting Asif Ali back in, who hadn't played any of the games so far, just didn't make a lot of sense to bring Sarfraz back in, especially when Rizwan was not being rested either. So Rizwan played and Sarfraz played, and Sarfraz played as a batter, which, again, doesn't make sense when you do have a, a legitimate batters who are waiting in the dugout to be given a chance. But let's see where it goes from here. The test games are about to begin in a few days. So we're down to our last item. Looking at the Pakistani itinerary at the close of the year, we have one more series left after this Bangladeshi tour. Pakistan will finish this tour of Bangladesh with two test matches, and that'll take us through December 8th. There will be a week off, and then Pakistan will start their home series against the West Indies starting on December 14th. That series ends on December 22nd, and then there's finally a longer break for the players. Cricket in the new year of 2022 will start in March when Australia visits Pakistan. So that's what's ahead. Still plenty left in the year, so stay tuned for more episodes. We'll keep sharing content in off months as well, so be sure to subscribe and come back for the next episode. Don't forget to share the episode with family and friends, and also rate us on whichever platform you listen. That helps. Thank you so much. Until then, this is your host, Jay, signing off. Peace.